show you how I know before you, you leave. Like me. I know you do. I know you do. That's why whenever I come around, she's all over you. And I know you want it. I know you want it. It's easy to see. It's easy to see. And in the back of your mind, I know you should be on with me. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in this week for Best Week Ever. This week my guest is a friend of a friend. His name is Clayton and you will be able to find him on Instagram. I will be linking his IG handler name onto our description notes. Um, Before I get into today's episode, I just wanted to clear up some things that I left hanging a couple weeks. I know I said that I was going to have a really special guest winter Mitchell. I kept saying Winter Michelle. I don't know who I was, but her correct name is Winter Mitchell. And if you can please find her on all socials. I know she's private on Instagram, but she is public on Twitter. And I love her Twitter handler just because she has very spicy opinions that I agree with her 99.1% of the time. (laughs) I've said it before, I love Twitter, I love to use it as my personal diary, and if I happen to find comedians or writers or screenwriters that do the same, they are like my favorite account. Winter Mitchell will be joining us back in August. It'll be my birthday month um, by then, so hopefully maybe she will be joining me on my birthday week. But till then... Please enjoy this episode with Clay. Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? Don't you wish your girlfriend was a freak like me? Don't you? Don't you? Don't you wish your girlfriend was raw like me? Don't you wish your girlfriend was fun like me? Don't you? guys thank you so much for joining us today I have Clayton who is a friend of a friend I actually know him from my friend Erica Um, she linked me to him and I got super excited that I even had a listener listening to my podcast so I had to invite me invite him to the pod Uh, Clayton thank you so much for joining please introduce yourself and tell my listeners who you are Hi, my name is Clay. Uh, big shout out to Etika. Uh, it's really <laughs> funny because um, I love Etika so much and she actually, I would try, I worked with her and I would talk to her and about kind of pop culture stuff, just trying to like pass the time. And she would be like, stop talking young to me. <laughs> and I'd be like, no, Etika, please. Like I need someone to talk to about all this crazy stuff. Um, and she was like, you need to like, just meet my friend. Uh, she has a podcast and that's how I started listening. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, my name is Clay. I am a gardener. I'm obsessed with plants. Um, I just finished gardening for like eight hours today. Um, super pumped, super nice. pumped to be here. 
and it was super hot today. I hope you like put SPF. I mean, I'm pretty sure like you're a pro. You're like all set and ready when you start. I got burning. my hat. I've got my long sleeves. I started uh, just recently sewing. And so I've been thrifting a lot and I've started to wear really nice like Calvin Klein pants to work, but I've thrifted them. So they're like six bucks, but oh my God, I will never wear like denim pants again. They are so <laughs> nice. Highly recommend business casual, truly at a garden center. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I've been super, because I'm such a denim girl that I, I love a good pair of jeans, but I'm, for some reason this year, it's been different. I've been super into pants just nice. linen yeah. pants or just like, I don't know if it's Olivia Rodrigo with her plaid pants that I just started picking them up the high-waisted. It's yeah, the Olivia like, uh, in, in, influence. That's for yeah, sure. exactly. <laughs> An 18-year-old influence for a 35, a soon-to-be 35-year-old. <laughs> Where has she been? <laughs> well, I'm so excited to have you here. Um, I'm going to start you off first with our Worst Week Honorable Mentions. Um, like we do on every episode, we start off with our worst week honorable mentions, then we run or do our runner up, and then from there, our winner for worst and best week. So who were your worst week honorable mentions this week? I feel like there has been so many terrible things happening. <laughs> um, I don't know. Can I be an honorable mention? I just got, <laughs> yeah. I just got COVID for the second time in four months and I am just finally over it. And it's been like so terrible. I mean, I'm vaxxed and waxed and I did not expect to get it again. Like, and I don't know where I got it this time. But I'm sorry. I, that sounds so annoying in the span of four months. That's like too nice. short. I know. I'm like, wow. Okay. I did not expect it, but I, uh, I think my worst week runner up is going to be me because I realized because <laughs> I did a full 10 day quarantine that I cannot be the like hot, like stay at home wife because I've gone crazy being stuck in my house. Like <laughs> I used to think I'd be like, oh my God, I'm just going to find like me a man and he's going to be paying for everything. I'm just going to garden all day. No, I have cleaned up my entire garage. I have altered all of my clothes. I've like rearranged my room. I'm like, I'm going crazy. And so I'm so glad to be done with it. And I'm really hoping to not get it again. <laughs> I hope so too. I mean, I haven't heard of anyone getting a third time. I have had a couple of friends getting it the second. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like because of the pandemic and we spent so much time being home by ourselves, um, so, you know, secluded that when we actually do have to like quarantine when we like, cause I've, I had COVID a couple months ago too. And yeah. I, after a week, I wanted to like, not, I was not normal. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I feel so like blessed that I have like a garden space so I can at least go outside. I'm like, I do not know how people do it who I like have live in apartments like on the, like the fifth floor. Like, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. It's terrible. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> that That is pretty much it. It was me. <laughs> yes, I've had the worst week. And Pride Month too. I got on the first day of Pride Month. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't even oh, go to Pride. Oh my God. That, that's super low-key homophobic. Like, COVID is being super <laughs> Yes, I've had enough. <laughs> COVID's canceled. <laughs> Any more uh, honorable mentions for worst speak at all? Uh, no, I feel like I've had such brain fog, honestly. I'm like, uh, I had, I've had to like check in. Well, I don't blame <laughs> you. I mean, like that's, that's what COVID does to you. Yes. 
So I've got a couple of honorable mentions. Um, first one off is obviously celebrity breakups. I know you wanted to talk about um, Shakira, but um, I'll start off with Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan. They broke up after one year being together. Michael B. Jordan was at the Warriors basketball game looking rough. Okay. That um, I don't know if you've seen that clip. He <laughs> looks like he wants to cry. Lori is 25. She'll oh, be totally okay. He's 35. I don't know if he'll be okay because she has deleted all the pictures of him on her social media so drats uh shakira and pk cheating rumors are circulating around spain paparazzi media they were seen together for their son's baseball game co-parenting after the news uh the two were together for 11 years but they were never married which i never knew that did you i didn't know that until i just looked it up either yeah apparently she was like oh i am not a type to get married like it's not like something that i do and she's like i don't want the like wife responsibility like she was like I'd rather be like the hot girlfriend yeah and I know he's also mentioned it um because small world Gerard PK used to play with uh, my friend Giuseppe Rossi who played for Manchester United so like wow. in a second degree like that's how I know Gerard PK in my small little world <laughs> um yeah he's 10 years younger than her yeah. Uh, he's 35, she's 45. And the fact that he always in interviews said that they live like a very secluded life, that they're not worried about getting married, that they just need them and blah, 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 leads me to believe that maybe they had an open relationship and like it's just yeah. been out in the news now that he's been cheating. I hate that. Yeah. I hate it too. I mean, I love Shakira so much. And yeah, yeah like I had a they huge crush on Gerard PK back in the day. Yes. What is it with these men? I'm like, first, like Jay Z and Beyonce, like, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and now Shakira, and they have two kids too, right? Yeah. They have two boys. <sighs> oh my God. I mean, we don't know how their lives are, but yeah, worst week for them for sure. Uh, for my oh. second worst week honorable mention, it has to be, this one's a personal one for me. It has to be Miles Teller. So I was a huge Miles Teller fan. I guess I want to say 2015 when he was making all those rom-com movies with Shailene Woodley. Um, he was also kind of a frat boy, funny young guy in all of his movies that he's been in. And um, I think he was in the rabbit hole with Nicole Kidman which got him um, recognition as an actor. I used to think Miles Teller was so hot and cute and adorable, but after the pandemic and reading blind items of how much of a dick he is to crew members oh. and how he kind of didn't get the, there's this rumor going around that he's, he wasn't vaccinated during this, uh, the whole production of The Godfather Amazon movie. And also, since Top Gun came out this week, I remember, do you remember, was it Mission Impossible or maybe it was Top Gun where Tom Cruise had a total tantrum meltdown that he wanted everyone in his staff to be vaccinated. So now I'm like putting yeah. it out there. Was he talking about Miles Teller? <laughs> I'm going to say yes. <laughs> and shout out to Tom Cruise for that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So I, I mean, I haven't seen them together in the red carpet premiere, but 
yeah, the fact that Miles Teller is coming up on my my Twitter feed again with his hot new body for Top Gun, I'm over it. Like, he's not that great of a person, guys. Just look him up. He's problematic. <laughs> but yeah, that's like a personal worst week for me. And um, my runner up for worst week this week is Todd Chrisley. He and his wife, oh God, yes. if you don't know who Todd Chrisley is, he has a TBS TV show called Chrisley Knows Best. They were submitting false documents to banks to take out loans and fund their lifestyle. It was more than $30 million in loans. <laughs> Bold move. Yeah. Uh, it's not only he and his wife that are facing jail, but their accountant is also facing jail time. Their season nine is premiering this summer. It obviously got filmed before this whole thing happened. So maybe this season with the premiere, we'll see what really went wrong. <laughs> Do you think that they're going to still have the show and everything? If Because he was like officially convicted just a couple of days ago, right? I mean, if Jen Shaw and Erica Girardi can have their show in Bravo, I can totally see T like, I can see True. them I mean, wanting to get in the know and want more like ratings yeah. or audience. I remember when I remember when this show first came out and I was like, who is this guy? I watched a couple of episodes and now that all this has happened, I'm like, well, I might actually tune in again. So. I know. And there's rumors about the reason why the person who whistleblowed his whole, you know, tax evasion and bank fraud was like a past gay lover of his and I know there's like rumors that Chris Chrisley Todd Chrisley I don't know why I said Chris Chrisley Todd Chrisley is gay and apparently that's how this whole thing outed so I'm excited to yeah. hear more about this whole revelation I mean I definitely thought it was gay until he had a wife and I was like <laughs> uh okay sure yeah <laughs> we'll go with this okay oh so for, yeah <laughs> For worst week ever, who was your worst week ever this week? So for my worst week ever, I have, I would, I took a ton of notes. So let me get back to there. So my winner for the worst week ever are bees, actually. So I don't know if anybody heard about this, but uh, a California court just ruled that bees can actually legally be considered fish under uh, specific circumstances. Um, according to the California Endangered Species Act, it's designed to protect, quote, native species or subspecies of bird, mammal, fish, amphibian, reptiles, or plants. And bees are considered invertebrates, so there was like no room for them to be in there. Um, but apparently there's this weird loophole now where like insects, mollusks, and other spineless creatures fall under the term of invertebrate. And so the Endangered Species Act, it now describes a fish as a wild fish, mollusk, crustacean, invertebrate, amphibian, or part spawn of any of those animals. And I'm just like, these poor bees. I cannot stress enough. I garden all the time and I see bees all the time. So I like kind of feel like I'm a little biased because I'm like oh I see bees like all the time but I the bee population is in terrible decline and if we don't have bees we don't have a best week ever podcast so I yeah. encourage everyone listening to call your local garden center 
demand. My favorite bee plant is African blue basil. Highly recommend. Other than that, there's lavender, there's echinacea, salvias. They all do well in pots. I have a garden Instagram, Clay in the Garden. If you have any questions, uh, message me there. But even if you, they do well, all those plants, the lavender does well in pots. You can put it on your deck. Bees really need help right now. And I would hate to be a fish and be like, hi, welcome to the party. We're all endangered and you're a fish now. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. I have lavender, like it's grounded on my front porch. And yeah, like I always see bees all the time. Yeah, they're so cute too. It's like when you see them and they like are comfortable with you, they like come up to you. It's so sweet and such a fun little garden treat and save the bees. Yeah, save the bees. Worst week ever. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's getting scary, but plant more so, plants. Gorilla garden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so my worst week ever is Ezra Miller. Um, oh, he God, is yes. an actor, like a I guess a Gen Z actor. Not only has he been wreaking havoc in Hawaii, he has been having multiple allegations of domestic um, abuse, I guess, with patrons at a bar, like Hawaii's literally being threatened by him being there. He is also accused of grooming a young girl, Dakota Iron Eyes. She's 18 years old, but he has known her since she was nine and he was 19 back in the day. She's been following Ezra and she actually has been compared, her family has been comparing this whole situation to R. Kelly, where girls have to ask permission to bathe or wear makeup. Uh, apparently, Dakota is not the only girl that's been influenced by Ezra Miller. Dakota just recently posted a video Thursday defending herself. He, Like I said, he's known her since she was nine and he was 19. And now she's 18 and he's 35. Um, yeah, I don't understand why this man hasn't gone to jail yet or has been, you know, just... I don't know. I, Ezra Miller sounds like a train wreck to me. And for him to yes. actually have like work. And I know he was supposed to come out with a new Marvel movie and that's been on hold because of his actions. And I hope it's still on hold because of his actions. Yeah. Well, I heard that they can't even find him to serve him the paperwork. <laughs> I, like- I believe that just because, um, this girl she says that she road trips with him a lot with a group of girls and if that doesn't sound sketchy like I don't know what people like what his posse is doing like his PR bro never trust an actor first off and definitely like I was reading a little bit about it and like he I think they met at the Dakota Access uh, Pipeline protests or something like that. Yeah, she's and, an activist and she's yeah. actually been pictured with Greta Thunberg too. Wow, wow. But then, yeah, Ezra would like pay for her to like fly out. They like went on like vacations together. I think Ezra was like paying for her schooling at some point too. Yeah, he got her out of her hometown school and brought her to like a boarding, like very fancy East Coast school and he paid for that, yes. Oh my God. All very questionable. (laughs) Yeah, yes. Yeah, so worst week for the bees and Ezra Miller. 
Yeah. We are now going to move on to best week honorable mentions. Um, I wanted to bring up League of Their Own. Have you ever watched the movie with Gina? League of Their Own was with Tom Hanks and a bunch of other actresses like Madonna, actresses, I say it with quotes, and Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, the League of Their Own is getting their own TV show on Amazon Prime, and it is with brand new characters in 1943. Actresses like Abby Jacobson, Kate Berlant, Darcy Carden, Nick Offerman, um, they're all going to be on the show, and it will premiere on August 12th, and I'm super excited about that. Wow, that sounds like a great cast. Right? Um, I didn't know that some of them actually got to write in their own, like, stuff i listened to pooge with kate berlant and um i know she was filming this in the summertime in pittsburgh so it's going to be very fun to watch it all appear this summer nice um also uh best week i have to give it to the gymnasts the olympic gymnasts who sued the fbi because fuck the police yeah, uh, for the a billion. <laughs> I love it. We're getting into the bees. No more millions. Let's go big. Yeah. Um, they are seeking $1 billion for the botch of the Larry Nassar sex abuse events investigation. 90 women asking for $10 million each. If you were to ask me, I don't think that's enough. Yeah. Uh, attorneys have claimed that the FBI had credible and numerous complaints from victims since July 2015 but they neglected to properly interview and investigate the abuse. The longtime doctor is currently serving a 60 year sentence in federal prison for child's porn and also sentenced to 40 to 175 years in state prison after pleading guilty to seven counts of criminal sexual conduct. Um, yeah, I hope they, I mean, I don't know if this can ever be true, but I really hope they bankrupt the FBI and <laughs> literally take every single penny and dime because these poor women, 90 women, you're telling me that 90 women are getting $10 million each for like being sexually abused by a man that everyone knew he was doing this. Like, yeah, the FBI, seriously. Yeah the worst <laughs> like what is the point of you then what is the point point? and best uh best week honorable mention my last one is julia gardner i don't know if you heard she is going to be playing madonna um in the madonna movie that yeah. madonna is producing writing directing she is apparently the boot camp to pick the actress for madonna was very like it was a boot camp um yeah. it was very stressful and hard like the dancing it's i always wonder like if there was to be a j-lo movie like this is oh probably God. the closest of how it would be like madonna's just very hands-on about it and i'm really excited for julia gardner she kind of looks like madonna too i was like oh my god like you look like a young madonna and she's a great actress i mean i do you watch yeah. ozarks or um she was Anna Delvey in, um, but yeah, she's a great actress and I'm super excited for her to be portraying Madonna. It's definitely a role. I kind of wanted it to go to Sky Ferreria. Um, if you don't happen to yes. know that singer, she is a pretty popular singer uh, artist. And I literally had my fingers crossed hoping that she would be part of the 
Cole biopic, but Julia Gardner is just as good as well. So I, um, under the guise of COVID, have been watching a lot of TV. And I, do you know who uh, Trixie Mattel is? So the name sounds familiar. And I feel like, is she a YouTube star? She definitely has become a YouTube star. Oh my God, yeah. (laughs) So she like was a drag queen. Uh, She was on uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes, I I do know her. Yeah, she won like an all-stars. She has like heavy eye makeup, huge wigs. Uh, She does like music also. Um, But she now has a show called Trixie Motel on Discovery Plus. And I feel like it is the best of both worlds for me because it's like gay camp comedy from a drag queen doing renovation. So she bought a hotel in Palm Springs and it's eight different rooms and each episode she just goes through and completely renovates the room. And I feel like it is the combination that I didn't know that I needed. (laughs) And uh, each episode comes out on Friday. So there's like three episodes out now and it is just so good. I was like, this can either go really well or Trixie Mattel you need to calm down and like just stick to like three things instead of 10. But <laughs> I feel like she does amazing on it. She has a bunch of like celebrity, like people come on, like Orville Peck was just on the last episode. Ooh. Brittany Broski was on also. She's got like a whole little crew. Her partner is there too. And he's kind of taking care of like the business side of things. And it's just super fun to watch. And I was looking at the credits yesterday and the um, the Drew brothers, I know they do like a lot of like uh, renovation stuff on like HGTV yeah. and they are actually producing the show, which I was like, okay, this makes a lot of sense, but highly recommend. I've had a great time watching it. I'm like, wow, I can definitely do this also. Like I want to take a sledgehammer to some old shelves. Like, yeah, it's super sweet, super fun. Um, and just like totally hilarious. I can't um, wait. And it's on Discovery Plus. On Discovery Plus, yes. Which I mean, I did you had me like at that. Hotel Renovation in Palm Springs. Yes, that's the thing too. <laughs> it's like so aesthetic. It's so cute. And she loves pink too. So she's like painting everything pink. It's like really funny because on this last episode, she painted like the whole hotel pink and the city was mad. And so she has to pay a fine. <laughs> no, I'm, really? She, yes, she was pissed about it, which I'm like, true. She was like, I'm stimulating this economy. Like, how dare you? Like, it's pink. It's like the color pink. And yeah, especially it's like an emotional thing for her. She kind of like talks about it on the show too, because she grew up in Wisconsin and like, not great family and like, wasn't allowed to like, like things that are pink. And so now she's like, I love pink like I have fully been able to develop this whole character Trixie Mattel using pink and it's like pink is like paying the bills but that's uh city ordinances for you I guess oh my god I'm (laughs) so excited to watch this Discovery Plus has some good stuff I mean besides the whole David Dobrik thing um yeah Discovery Plus is a great app yeah I heard that also there's another really good uh dinosaur documentary on Discovery Plus um very updated, which is nice. I'll check it out. Um, But another one of my um, best weeks ever also kind of relating to drag queens. Do you watch uh, Drag Race at all? I do and I don't. Like, um, I haven't been watching like the All-Star lately. Uh, The one that they're having. 
Totally, yes. I So when the pandemic started, my partner and I, his favorite show is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So we watched every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh my God. <laughs> and it was incredible. We have two cats now named Spike and Oz, obviously. <laughs> um, but then after that, we started watching Drag Race. And so we were like, well, we got to start at like season one. And it was insane to have to switch from like, okay, season one, we have to watch it here. Season two, we have to go here. And we're like trying to watch everything in order. It's terrible. I haven't even finished season 14, but I have been watching the All-Stars and you should start watching it because it is way better than any of the other shows combined. It is so funny. The Snatch Game was hilarious. I've watched it like three times already, Um, but just high quality television and the looks that they pull are incredible. Shea Coulee does amazing. Jinx Monsoon is my absolute favorite. I think she's going to win this season. I just... And I feel like there's just been such good TV, albeit gay TV, heavy on the gays, but it's Pride Month, so we deserve it. Yeah, I heard (laughs) they went all out on their costumes, and I'm, like, super excited to see it. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's all winners, so it's, like, they have money, and, like, Raja is on it, and she, I mean, she won, like, 10 years ago, so she's been able to, like, create this, like, name for herself. I mean, people pull, like, full-on, like, designer looks which I don't know if I love. I love the like creative part. My like favorite part are the like design challenges where it's like, okay, here's a pool noodle, make something couture. <laughs> like what? Yeah, it <laughs> but, takes me back to Project Runway when it's, yes. like, when it's like things like that, yeah. Totally, yeah. Um, but such good TV, such good TV right now. I know, speaking of good TV for my runner up this week, it has to be Fire Island. Um, it was written by Joel Kim Booster. He's one of my favorite comedians. I actually saw him last summer in New York. He is great to watch stand up. Um, I love this movie because it's a great gay rom-com. It's a summer blockbuster. It's a queer modern take on Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice. And I love the narrating in it as well. Um, I just love rom-coms. And I love how they're breaking the mold with a gay rom-com and not only gay, but it's diversity too with two Asian main characters. And you don't see that a lot. Um, A writer, Hannah Rosen, tweeted F minus on the Bechdel test. Oh my God. Have you heard about this? Yes, I have. (laughs) Okay, so if you don't know what the Bechdel test is, it's from Alison Bechdel. It measures the representation of women in fiction. Um, Alison Bechdel herself tweeted that Fire Island passes the Bechdel test because of the scene where the two men talk about female prot- protagonists of an Alice Monroe story in a screenplay and Jane Austen novel. Um, yeah, she basically tweeted a really mean tweet. It was unnecessary. And the fact that um, that someone just had to like rain on their parade because they've been getting such great reviews on Rotten Tomatoes they've like I haven't really read any negative reviews and I saw the movie myself and I'm gonna see it again it's that kind of movie that you want to watch again because yes I love (laughs) rom-coms it was so good I watched it yesterday and talk about a movie that I was literally like busting out laughing I was Mm -hmm. like oh my god I'm gonna like close the windows because I'm like 
I'm laughing, I'm crying, I'm like rooting. There's <laughs> so was... many scenes that I'm already like the Marissa Tomei. Like, how do you how do you get Alicia Vin <laughs> Vin Vin Cater and not Marissa Tomei? Literally, Which is so true. I was dying. I just wrote down a ton of like funny quotes, like when she's like, "Oh, we're losing." Well, maybe a little bit of a spoiler alert, but uh, when she's like, "Oh, we're losing the house because I was an early investor in Quibi," I was like, "Oh my <laughs> god!" Like so funny when he like walks up the stairs, like, "Oh, Amber Crombie and Fitch Fierce." Like, uh. <laughs> yeah, those those lines right there. That's how you know. Like that's how I know that Joel Kim Booster, like with his pop culture. Yeah, where he just gives advice, but like just his writing alone, he's written for a couple shows already. So I kind of already know like his mannerism in writing. So like just those one-liners, I was just like, oh my God, I can totally see Joel writing that in the yes. script. <laughs> yes. And then the karaoke scene sometimes. Oh my God. Talk about one of the best Britney Spears songs. And I love how there's a cover of it in the soundtrack for Fire Island. It's by Manu, M-A-N-U. And yeah, she does a Britney Spears cover of Sometimes, which yeah, wow. was the best scene in the whole entire movie. I hope that Britney like personally like got to sign off on that and they had to like ask her and she was like, you guys are so sweet. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> well, I can totally see her loving Bowen. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yes. So yeah. good. That was my runner up for sure. And then for my winner of best week ever, I have to give it to Neve Campbell. She turned down Scream 6, which is set to shoot in March, 2023. Um, she's on Netflix for Lincoln Lawyer. She works with um, Will Arnett as well for the new show called Twisted Metal. So this girl works, she doesn't really need the money. Yeah. Uh, her statement said, sadly, I won't be making the next screen film. As a woman, I have had to work extremely hard in my career to establish my value, especially when it comes to screen. I felt the offer was presented to me did not equate to the value I have brought to the franchise. So yeah, good for been, her for knowing her worth. She's been the main character like the whole series, right? Yeah. And like, if, it, if, if it wasn't for her, there would be no, like Sydney Prescott, there would be no scream whatsoever, like at all. Yeah. And I was doing a little bit of research and like apparently Scream 5 did really well and they made a ton of money off of it. Which is insane for them to give her a low bowl ball offer on the next Scream 6. I know Hayden Pattonier yeah. is going to be premiering in the Scream 6. Um, but it just makes me mad because I'm sure if this was a man actor like Tom Cruise, exactly. they would have yes. no budget whatsoever for him. Oh, yeah. No. And he would get to like fly a jet plane around. <laughs> yeah. And like even Jamie Lee Curtis back in 2020, she talked about how compensating is being lowballed. And like Jamie Lee Curtis, who is like the face of Halloween, yes. is being lowballed. Like, yeah, it's just like women especially in these franchises deserve their money and i'm sorry but if they're asking for more just freaking give it to them they deserve yes. it you give it yes. to a man already like why can't you just give it to this woman exactly yes but yeah best week for neve campbell for knowing her value and her worth yes uh for my runner-up this week uh for best week i have kate bush um one of my favorite favorite singers so iconic I first learned about Kate Bush um it was like maybe like a year or so ago maybe like a year and a half um 
but I decided to give myself a little bit of a staycation, um, which those of you that don't know, it's a vacation for poor people. So I stayed <laughs> home um, and I decided that like all of my friends have been like, Kate Bush is so good. You've got to listen to her. So I decided each day just listen only to like one album in order. Um, so she has like seven or eight albums out. And on her fifth album, it's called Hounds of Love. Um, there's a song on it called Running Up That Hill um, in quotes, Deal With God. And it was on Stranger Things for this last um, week, apparently, or whenever all of Stranger Things 4 came out. And everyone has fallen in love with the song, which I love so much because when I first heard it, I stopped listening to the album and just listened to that song on repeat for like a day because it is so good. Um, and I just watched a documentary about Kate Bush because I am obsessed with her. Once again, it's been like stuck in my head. My partner and I have both been just like whistling it like throughout the whole house. Um, but uh, apparently the way that the whole album came about is that she was very experimental in her like early days. And she like basically was almost a flop. And her like record deal was like, her record label was like, hey, we love you, but like you're not selling albums like you first did. because. Her first like album, I think went number one and she was the first female artist in the UK to have like a top 10 album. Um, wow. It was released in like 1985. So this song's like almost 40 years old now. Um, but so she, her like three or four albums later, they weren't doing so great. So her record label was like, we're buying you a little tiny cottage like out in the countryside by your parents so that you can make a new album. And in this like interview that I was watching, she like kind of admits, she's like, yeah, you know, like I do need to sell um, music and it needs to be accessible. And I really like expressed a lot of feelings in my other albums, which I'm like, <laughs> okay, Kate Bush, like <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Like also, yeah, you do gotta like sell, well, well whatever. Um, but um, originally the song was actually called Just Deal With God. And she, the record label was like, we can't have like a song title that says God in it. Like eight different countries are already going to like not play this because it's too religious. Right. So she settled again for running up that hill, deal with God. Um, but it reached number three in the UK at the time. Um, and I think now it's like number two on the charts in the UK and number eight in the US, which is Miss Caitlin Bush's first top 10 in the US. So congratulations to you, Kate Bush, 37 mm -hmm. years later, having your first top 10 hit. And she's <laughs> um, definitely cashing that in now. <laughs> yes, yes. I think it's been like the most like popular, like streamed song, like worldwide, which is like super fun. Um, she, yeah. another thing that I was like, oh my God, finally, cause she's like famously elusive. So I follow her on Instagram. And the last time that she posted was in like 2019 about like her other albums. And I think just like a day or two ago, she posted the like scene from Stranger Things 4 with the song. And so I'm like, oh my God, please Kate Bush come back. It's been like, I think it's been like over 10 years since she put out an album. So I'm just hoping that all of this will lead to Kate Bush at least posting like a picture of herself or something like she is so mysterious and I think that's why I love her even more but yeah I think she'll definitely do a comeback I mean I know Winona yeah. Ryder wore a pin uh during the premiere it was like a Kate Bush pin and um a lot of you know um reporters were asking what the pin meant and she said Kate Bush song is going to be the 
pedestal of season four for Strangers Things. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm really glad and I'm super excited to see what Kate Bush has in store for us because if it's a new album, that would be amazing. I would cry. I would literally take off work. Like, um, and I just I love this trend of like old songs becoming like number one hits again I think it's like so fun oh I love it I mean the fact that Gen Z I mean I did it as a as a teenager I would listen to Adrian Ballou from King Crimson you know Mm -hmm. finding out who Cream was so like I can totally see Gen Z like just finding out who Kate Bush is and like leading them to other music like when I think of Kate Bush, um, like I think of me being 14, being super into The Cure, uh, yeah. Fear for Tears, you know, that yes. era. So I'm, I really feel like Gen totally. Z is super into that sort of music as well. We love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I will just say long live Kate Bush. I don't know where you are right now, but I know you're happy and we thank you. Can't wait for more. Hopefully, a whole tour and everything. Uh, fingers crossed. I really <laughs> doubt it, but yes, I would cry. <laughs> um, but for my best week, I of course have Britney's wedding. Oh my God, seeing pictures, I could almost cry. Big congrats to her. She looked amazing in custom Versace. Donatella was there. Drew Barrymore was there. Madonna was there in what I'm pretty sure were Balenciaga sunglasses only, which I love a sunglasses inside look, extreme vibe. Uh, Selena Gomez was there. Paris was there. I think the only thing that could have made it better if Paris was there, Britney in the middle, and Lindsay on Britney's left. I um, know. I'm upset that Lilo wasn't there, but I Kathy know. Hilton was there, which was nice. <laughs> yeah, no, it, we almost had everyone, but we had enough of everyone. So uh, that was fun. Um, Sam Ashgari, Asgari, I'm not sure how to say his last name. Yeah, Ashgari. Um, Ashgari, but apparently they met uh, while filming a mu- music video, which I think is like super cute. Uh, my partner actually went to the same high school with Sam, which is like, pretty funny oh Um, does he know tea (laughs) uh, right I know well apparently he was a my partner was a freshman and Sam was a senior but he didn't say anything bad and I didn't really believe him the first time and I literally went in his yearbook last time we were down in Thousand Oaks because his parents live in Thousand Oaks and he was in the yearbook so it's true (laughs) um but it's really funny I have so many connections to Brittany too like my partner's mom did stained glass and had a consultation with Brittany and when she was with Kevin Federline and then my partner went to the same high school as Sam. My first concert was seeing Brittany in the In The Zone tour. And- Oh my God, I'm jealous. <laughs> it was incredible. And I, I mean, I don't even know how old I was but I still remember like every bit of it. Like I, God bless my mom. She took me, it was like just me and her. And it was Iconic. so good. Yes, so good. <laughs> and every time I'm down in Thousand Oaks too, because that's where she lives, I'm like, oh my God, like she goes to this Einstein Bagels, like she goes to this Joann's, like I might see her, like I don't know what I would say. Like I just hope like one time when I go down there, I see her and I'm going to buy her coffee and just say thank you. And I'm not going to get a picture, but no promises. But I just, God bless Britney Spears um they've been together since 2016 
I love that her family wasn't invited. Oh my God. I'm so glad that she walked herself down the I aisle know. as well. I Such a power move. Can't help falling in love by Elvis was playing, which is the second best Elvis song besides Blue Christmas. But I love to see it. She had three different outfit changes too, which was incredible. And they were all Versace. I love that her and Donatella are just like best friends. Uh, apparently they sang everyone sang a whole bunch of songs after or at the after party and they sang stars are blind with <laughs> paris hilton i could not even imagine like so ama- so amazing uh but then at 11 30 at night they were whisked away in the white rolls royce that had the classic like just married sign and the pictures that have been coming out are so stunning as a gardener, I can say like all of her flowers were incredible. Yeah. Her garden is like super amazing too. I'm like, every time she posts pictures, I'm like, girl, like, let me know if you need a gardener. Like, <laughs> I'm right here. Follow my garden Instagram. But um, just so happy to see her so happy and just not let freaking, what's his face? Jason Alexander. Did you see about him? That was weird. First of all, I know he's thirsty for attention just because he's been in a couple podcasts talking about his so-called relationship with Britney. Now that I see Uh him just like, I don't know, trying to gain his 10 minutes or whatever. I'm just like, I don't think I believe anything this man says anymore. No. And I mean, when he was doing his Instagram live and like full on like entered her house I he's a like, full-grown man. <laughs> yes, and the, the security team is just looking at him. He's like, oh, I'm the first husband. And they're like, oh, okay. Like, and was he really oh, invited? Because in the Instagram live, he was just like, I was invited and I'm here to crash it. Uh, I doubt he was invited. Like, um, <laughs> apparently, so he was arrested. Apparently he had warrants from like a different state or something, but he's officially been charged with a misdemeanor trespassing, two misdemeanor counts of battery and a misdemeanor vandalism charge. So what I- a loser. You could have yes. got, you could have got, you could have been the guy who married Britney Spears and that's it and yes. not say like a word about it and like, go off as a cool dude but yeah, like keep no, the mystery to, exactly like you had to ruin it and show your true colors yes really weird I would be terrified if that happened to me I am glad that Brittany just kind of like shook it off but I I follow Brittany's uh like assistant on Instagram too and she wasn't there but she posted something on her stories being like oh my god you guys like thank you for like texting me and everything about this like adding me because we were able to like figure out what was going on because he was doing Instagram live and everyone was like oh my god like what are you doing like you're in the house now yeah that's so scary so so crazy but we love Brittany she deserves everything I'm definitely gonna buy the book when it comes out (laughs) oh my god you and everybody else I cannot I feel like wait it's gonna be like a number one like New York Times bestseller for like a decade and a half like and I really hope that they don't edit it too much like I want to full-on see emojis I want to see run-on sentences I want to see capitals like I just love it I can't wait I want to see handwritten letters in there too with her handwriting I love it so much yes yes (laughs) Since we're talking about Britney Spears' wedding, I kind of wanted to bring up a couple things about her wedding besides her dress was beautifully made by Donatella Versace, like you said. Uh, they, um, I think Versace in her Instagram account like posted a video of the dress and like the necklace uh, choker as well. 
Yes. Um, did okay. you see in the background that Ansel Elgort is at the party? So I noticed it this morning and well, was it this morning or yesterday? Whatever. Um, it still hasn't been confirmed if that's him or not. But I'm going to start the rumors right now and say that it is him. And I want to know why he's there. And he obviously has to be there with his quote unquote longtime girlfriend. Um, yeah, I really want to know what he was doing there and why hasn't anyone confirmed of his whereabouts in the wedding? Yeah, it seems weird. Like, uh, can't really keep a low profile at Britney Spears' wedding. Uh, it looked <laughs> tiny too. It didn't look like it was huge. Yeah, I think there was only like 60 people or something. Mm -hmm. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's there's just like I'm we're so protective with Brittany that we're just like we don't want her to walk into more trauma you know yeah totally she's gone through enough because like I know everybody loves Paris Hilton but I feel like in my generation um I was like Simple Life came out when I was like in high school so like looking up to them I saw them differently than how everybody is seeing them now I know everybody likes to look at Paris like a yes girl, she's a queen. And it's like, no, she actually is racist, homophobic, and slightly, <laughs> um, whatchamacallit, uh, elitist. This, well, not slightly, bully elitist. <laughs> yeah, like our full capitalist queen. Yes. Um, <laughs> and it just makes me disappointed that, like, because even Britney had to take down a Jeffree Star post that she uploaded on Instagram like she's slowly learning about the world and yeah. unfortunately she will have to learn these lessons on her own but fans like you and I are just so protective we're just like no Brittany yes. <laughs> like you just got out of your conservatorship we don't want you to see you fail or like become yeah. a Trump supporter like that's uh. probably one of my biggest um fears for Brittany is yes. her to be like fully full republican or something crazy like that right totally yeah. well i hope not i pray that she's not yeah I pray, that, <laughs> I pray that she runs for president and is what we need well i pray that she runs for some sort of like conservatorship of like yeah. saving everyday lives because the fact that britney freaking spears herself had to get away from this sort of conservatorship it makes you wonder of normal american citizens who are going through this every day totally yeah i think she was invited to speak at congress i think i saw that she posted something and i don't know if that's like happening or what to speak on like conservatorships and everything but oh my god yeah that would be I, that would be awesome to see um also her sons were not at the wedding did you hear about that yes i did which i I don't know I feel like they're kind of like elusive anyways I feel like they're like the oh my god like my mom's Britney Spears like I'm like she's a superstar and I like I don't want to be a part of it so I I feel like completely ambivalent about it yeah I feel like um they could have done something like there was no family whatsoever there so maybe having her sons they probably did something on their own but this wedding yeah. looked more for Britney and for everyone that support yeah. her and fully love her yeah, I hope that they are on the honeymoon. Where do you think they're honeymooning to? 
uh, her favorite place in the whole entire world, like the Bahamas, right? Literally some <laughs> tropical island so she can roll around in the sand and fast forward. I love it. <laughs> I know. She just, I love it, her because she just wants to be on vacation all the time and she freaking deserves the vacation. Honestly, know? I'm like, don't even put out any music. I'm like, take your time writing the book. Like you do whatever you want to do. Yeah. I Even her like doing concert or anything, I'm not, I don't see that in the future. No. I mean, I would love like, a song here and there but yeah I just want her to be happy and focus on her family and her yeah herself I feel like even seeing her with all of these like celebrities and seeing like videos of her I feel like I'm like oh my god like welcome back like I know she's like making like a slow entrance into everything but like her with Madonna and then they kissed again oh my god (laughs) (laughs) oh so sweet I know, and we fully know that her and Christina are not friends because Christina Aguilera would have totally been into that wedding too. Totally. Yeah, well, should have been then, Christina. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Britney Spears remembers. If there's one thing she does, she remembers. Yes, she does. And she. And I love it. Yeah. I mean, she will forgive you, but she will not forget. Nope. No way. <laughs> All right, Clay. So um, we're at the point of the show where I ask my guests what their favorite song was from the 2000s. And your answer was Doncha by the Pussycat Dolls. And I actually looked up the music video and the year that it came out was 2005. Where were you when this song came out? Where wasn't I? I think I was still, I was just about to go into high school. Nice. And I remember hearing the song. I feel like it has like such a good beat to it. Mm-hmm. And I did a little bit of research about it too. And apparently the chorus is kind of like a, not a ripoff, but like a updated version, I would say, of a Sir Mix-A-Lot song called Swass, S-W-A-S-S. And I listened to it and it's like basically the same. No um, but way. Yes. But I think everything was like chill like it wasn't like they like stole it or anything because apparently the song officially was written by Busta Rhymes and CeeLo Green which was like pretty fun um but yeah you love the music video of them like jumping on a trampoline in like a club (laughs) that and the fashion brought me back because I remember mini skirts were such a big deal in like the mid-2000s especially mini skirts with denim mini skirts with tights (laughs) <laughs> yes yes and the like white like tank top shirt <laughs> yes the layered tank tops yes, um, yes I totally forgot that Buster Rhymes was in this music video ah, and yes. song so thank you for that I love me some Buster Rhymes um yeah I, I would this would be my go-to karaoke song if there wasn't the Buster Rhymes some part in it he just sings so fast I can't like I don't know how he does his breath and like raps at the same time I yeah. haven't like figured it out yet but you and everybody else I've been trying since he first came out like (laughs) (laughs) that is so awesome yeah so pussycat dolls um are you still a pussycat doll fan to this day like a Nicole Scherzinger um not as much as I would like to admit I would say I don't know what she's doing I know that she kind of became like the like most popular one of them all right yeah I mean I remember her from when she tried out for Eden of Eden of Garden or Gardens Eden do you remember that um making the band on it used to be the WB I don't know if it was CW then but she was um one of the winners and and from there like um she was in the band and 
you can tell, I remember seeing it when it first aired. I was like, whoa, that girl is a star. Like yeah. she's going to go all the way. And to see, like 15, 17 years later to see her now, like she's basically a diva J-Lo herself. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even from the music video, I'm like, okay, well, you're the center of everything here. And it looks like you have backup dancers. Like, <laughs> Well, have you seen the, the cover of the first Pussycat doll? Like, Nicole, it, like, there's, it's so weird how the cover art is because the rest of the girls are just like scrunched up together. And then Nicole's in the middle and it's just like illuminating her stomach. <laughs> oh and like, God. nobody's like touching her. It's like, you can tell by the album cover itself that, yeah, this woman was going to be like, the next Destiny Child Beyonce kind of totally super superstar vibes yeah (laughs) I love it well Clay thank you so much for joining my show I'm so happy you got to join in and hopefully I'll have you on again in the future yeah I would love that yeah and please um tell my listeners where they can find you So I have a garden Instagram. I'm trying to become a garden influencer and I want everyone to first off go gorilla garden, some plants for the bees. And then you can follow me at clay in the garden. Well, let me get straight to it, a broad won't watch it When I come through, it's the God Almighty looking all brand new Shorty wanna jump in my Aston Van Jewish Looking at me all like you really want to do it Try to put it on me till my black and bluish You wanna play with a player girl and play on Trip out the Chanel and leave the laundry on Watch me and I'ma watch you at the same time Looking like you won't break my back You're the very reason why I keep a pack of the Magnum And with the wax, get you in the back of the Magnum For the record, don't think it was something you did Shorty all on me cause it's hard to resist the kid I got an idea that's dope for y'all as y'all can get cool and that was clayton everyone please follow him on all his social media platforms i'm super excited to follow his garden account i am an awful outdoors gardener so i'm super excited to get all the help that i need um i will see you guys next week next week i will be having a super awesome guest Guys, literally all my guests are super awesome and I'm super excited and I fangirl them so much. Each of my guests, I swear. I will be having Yamina next week. Please follow her podcast, Pillow Fight. Honestly, I found her during the pandemic and um, I just started podcasting. And when I first started listening to pop culture podcasts, hers came up. She's an amazing comedian. I will be putting her um, IG handler name up in my stories. And please follow us on Instagram on Best Week Ever Podcasts. Again, our handler name is at Best Week Ever Podcasts. You will find all my information there on our guests, episodes, and also sometimes I don't get to talk about all the topics that I want to talk about. When it comes to pop culture throughout the week, there's just so much of it that I don't usually get to really say the little things that I want to like talk about. So please follow our Instagram because I do post a lot of stories of pop culture current events that's happening as we speak. Um, But yeah, I'm super excited to have Yamina next week. She is hilarious and she does stand-up comedy in Chicago and LA. I'm hoping to see her soon in the Bay Area. But until then, I hope you guys are having the best week ever. Bye, guys.
Don't you wish your girlfriend was fun like me? Don't you? 